Let's continue reading Judges chapter 6, verses 33 through 40. Here we have the well-known account of Gideon setting out the fleece and asking God for a sign. Judges chapter 6, beginning at verse 33. Then all the Midianites and Amalekites, the people of the east, gathered together, and they crossed over and encamped in the valley of Jezreel. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Then he blew the trumpet, and the Abiezrites gathered behind him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, who also gathered behind him. He also sent messengers to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, and they came up to meet them. So Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. When he arose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together, he wrung the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, do not be angry with me. But let me speak just once more. Let me test, I pray, just once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, but on all the ground let there be dew. So God did so that night. It was dry on the fleece only, but there was dew on all the ground. Once again, let's begin this section of Judges 6 with some background notes. We've talked about the seven sin cycles in the book of Judges. The story of Gideon and his victory over the Midianites is part of the fourth cycle. Because Israel had once again wandered away from the Lord, God had allowed the Midianites to come in and plunder the land for seven years. You pick that up in the beginning of the chapter. When Israel cried out to the Lord because of the oppression, the Lord raised up Gideon to deliver the nation from the hands of the Midianites. Thus far, Gideon had passed the test of faith that God had given him, even destroying an altar to Baal that was in his father's backyard. You can read about that in chapter 6. But now it was time to gather the troops together and go out and fight the Midianites. Gideon blew the ram's horn and sent out his messengers to the different tribes to assemble the army for battle. But before Gideon was willing to plunge into battle, he wanted to make sure that the Lord would be with him and give him the victory. And so Gideon asked for a sign from the Lord. Look again at verses 36 and 37. So Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand as you have said, Look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. Well, guess what? It happened just as Gideon had asked. The fleece was wet, and the ground was dry. But Gideon was not completely satisfied. Gideon probably reasoned that maybe this was just coincidence. After all, the sun would come up, and certainly the ground would dry up first. Some of the moisture, the dew would be left in the fleece. So Gideon told the Lord that he wanted to run the test a second night. But this time the parameters would be reversed. Gideon wanted the fleece to stay dry and only the ground to be wet. Well, the Lord said, 
Well, this is a little harder for me to do, Gideon, but I think I can pull it off. No, the Lord did not say that. That's not even a paraphrase. The Lord did it just as Gideon had requested. Now Gideon was ready and willing to go out and fight the Midianites. Question, what is the Bible teaching us here anyway? Is the Bible teaching us here that every time we have a major decision to make, just set out a fleece, ask God for a sign, and he will acquiesce to our demands? Is that what the Bible is teaching? Answer, no. Wait a minute, you say, I've set out fleeces before, I've asked God for signs before, and God has answered? How many would agree to that? <laughs> you've, you've asked God for signs and God has answered? No hands? <laughs> I think we all have to admit that at one time or another, we've asked God for signs and God has answered. But the point here is not whether or not we've asked God for signs and whether or not God has given us signs, but rather is this passage teaching us that this is the way mature believers are to make decisions? Once again, the answer, no. Remember, when we study the Bible, we always have to differentiate between biblical narrative and biblical didactic. That is, between Bible stories, which tell us what did happen, and Bible teaching passages, which tell us what should happen. Example, the Bible clearly teaches us that Abraham was a great man of faith. But in Genesis 12, we read that Abraham went down to Egypt and lied about his wife. Is the Bible teaching us there that it's okay to lie about your wife as long as your life is in danger or you're in trouble? No way. This is a biblical narrative passage. The Bible tells us that Abraham did lie, but not that Abraham should have lied. No teaching passage in the Bible says it's okay to lie. So just because Gideon asked for a sign and God answered him does not necessarily mean that the Bible is teaching us here that it's okay for us to put out fleeces or that we should do this as a norm in our Christian lives. Remember what our Lord said to the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 12, verses 38 and 39. The Pharisees said to the Lord, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But Jesus answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. So what I'm saying here is, where is there a teaching passage in the Bible that says we should set out fleeces or ask for signs? I don't think you can really find it. So now for our doctrinal points, let me give you three reasons why I don't think the Bible teaches us that God wants us to set out fleeces or ask for signs when we make decisions. So doctrinal point number one, setting out fleeces gives evidence of a weak faith. Setting out fleeces gives evidence of a weak faith. We know that Gideon had a genuine faith, but it was not a bold faith. Earlier in this chapter, when God asked Gideon to destroy the altar to Baal, we read that Gideon did it by night because he was afraid. Look at verse 27. So Gideon had a true and genuine faith, but it was not a strong and bold faith. The Lord had already told Gideon that he would deliver the Midianites into his hand. Look back at verse 14. 
Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. And verse 16, And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. And yet Gideon had the audacity to say in verse 36, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. So Gideon asking God for signs at this point was not exactly giving evidence of a strong faith, was he? 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by fleeces. Well, it doesn't exactly say that. It says, we walk by faith, not by sight. But it's that idea. Asking God for signs throughout the Bible is never in the context of a strong faith. At best, it's evidence of a weak faith. At worst, it's evidence of unbelief. So doctrinal point number one, then, is setting out fleeces gives evidence of a weak faith. Doctrinal point number two, setting out fleeces comes close to testing God. Setting out fleeces comes close to testing God. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 16 says that we should not test the Lord our God. What do we mean by that? If you were to put on a blindfold and try to walk across a busy interstate in the hopes that you would not get killed because you were trusting in the Lord's promise of protection, that would be testing the Lord your God. We're not to do that. Now, setting out fleeces and asking God for signs is not exactly the same as testing the Lord your God, but it comes close. You see, when you set out fleeces, you're demanding God to do something on your terms. Make the fleece wet, the ground dry. You're forcing God's hand. And notice, by the way, how Gideon tightened the parameters in the second test. That's what happens when you set out fleeces. Pretty soon you have God in a box of your own making. Setting out fleeces comes close to testing God. And doctrinal point number three, setting out fleeces leaves room for many doubts. Setting out fleeces leaves room for many doubts. Asking God for signs is not a surefire method for making decisions. It leaves room for too many doubts. First of all, you can never be quite sure. Lord, if I'm to take that job, may the phone ring today by noon. <laughs> so the phone rings by noon, but the call has nothing to do with this job. And now you begin to think, now wait a minute. Was that God's answer? Well, I didn't really stipulate that the call had to be about the job. Maybe this was God answering. You never can be quite sure. Or the phone rings at 12.01. Now, what do you do? You wonder if your watch is right. <laughs> is Satan getting involved here and trying to trick me? On and on we go. You never can be quite sure. Furthermore, you can always work signs your own way. Suppose the decision has to do with whether or not to change jobs. And you want to change jobs, all right? Now, here's the way you'll work it. Lord, if I'm to take that job, may they offer me at least minimum wage. Big deal. You know the answer already. Or suppose you don't want to make a job change. 
Lord, may they offer me at least $200 an hour if I'm to make this change. You see, you have manipulated the sign. You know what answer you want. Setting out fleeces leaves room for many doubts. And a lot more we could say. Well, let's take one practical application, all right? Let's not confuse living by fleece with living by faith. Let's not confuse living by fleece with living by faith. Setting out fleeces by definition is asking God to do something miraculous, quote-unquote, on your terms. Lord, may I see three shooting stars in the sky tonight if we're to buy that new home. That's not the same as asking God to confirm your steps of faith on his terms and in his time. Lord, if we're to buy that new home, we pray that you will work out things for us in order to obtain the right mortgage and that you will open our eyes to see how we can use this new home for the glory of God. And Lord, if we're not to buy this new home, help us to see and understand why you want us to stay right where we are. You see, that's asking God for confirmation on his terms, not signs on your terms. So asking God for confirmation on his terms and in his time, yes. Setting out fleeces to make your decision, asking for signs, no. Let's not confuse living by fleece with living by faith.